V-O-P-P, the greatest podcast in the galaxy. You heard the acapella. You know what time it is. It's the OPP, the greatest podcast in the Milky Way galaxy. Today's special guest is my father. And I really want to get right into this, but there's a few things that I'd like to explain first so that things make more sense while you're listening to the podcast. First of all, my dad was born and grew up in Equatorial Guinea in West Africa. It is a small country near Cameroon, basically on the equator. And so part of the country is on the mainland and the capital is actually located on an island off the coast and that is where my father was born. So Equatorial Guinea was a colony of Spain's until the 50s and 60s when they gained their independence. And so they basically gained their independence and there was a dictator in power and then that dictator was killed by another dictator. So that's the first thing. The second thing is my father mentions a guy named Adolfo Obiang. So Adolfo is a buddy of my father's. They've been friends forever. And they used to, we used to always, the families used to meet up, we used to party together. In fact, that's one of my, my biggest memories of Adolfo. Is he's a kind of happy-go-lucky guy. He's about six foot five. And a lot of times when we would see him, we would see them at those, back in the days, people would have these basement parties where you go to somebody's crib it's in the basement the music is pumping and before you walk in you look and you can't see in the basement because the windows are are like sweating and I always remember you would go in and there would be Adolfo his head would be above everybody else's head dancing to this African music and he had this haircut like Theo Huxtable from the 80s it was like a high top but without the sides faded out and he would be sweating, face would be completely wet, and because he's a little older, he would put color in his hair, but I don't know if he was using like shoe shine or whatever, but when he was sweating, he would have like black streaks <laughs> going down the side of his face, so that's my memory of Adolfo, come to find out during the podcast that this guy was an, he and his brother were an integral part of the independence of my dad's country. So that's the second thing. The third thing is my dad mentions Krios or Criollos a few times during the podcast. So in my dad's country, there's many tribes, and he goes into that a little bit. And there's also a group called the Criollos. They are, Criollo means uh, Creole in Spanish. So these are folks that were actually in the United States as the story goes, in the United States all the way through to the 1800s and then returned back to Africa. I think they landed in Sierra Leone or the Ivory Coast and they spread out from there and some of them made their way to my dad's country to live. And they had dealing many dealings with the whites over the years. They kind of understood commerce and uh, had a lot of uh, power and influence when my dad was growing up. So that's basically it. I really hope this <laughs> there's some interesting stories in here. I hope you guys enjoy this a lot. Allow me to introduce to you my father. I wanted to get together so we could uh, 
how do I say this? Like, uh, I don't have any, uh, all I have is memories of some people, right? Like Lamet, for example. So it's nice to be able to have something to go back to, to look at, to listen to, to share with the kids, to share with my friends and all that stuff. But before we get into details about your, what I'm actually here and curious about is like, uh, details about your life before, before Spain, before marriage, before, you know, having grandkids, all the early stuff. Because I don't know about any of that stuff. And nobody knows about any of that stuff. And, and the people that know about that stuff, they don't want to, uh, they don't want to talk to me about it. <laughs> but before we do that, I want to talk to you about Serena Williams. <laughs> so what, what's your opinion of the final and what happened, what went down? Well, she messed up. Yeah. You know. But that's her. I guess to be a big time champion, you have to be, you have to have that kind of an attitude. You hate to lose. She lost it. Mm -hmm. And, you know, she paid all consequences. So you, and the kid was just putting a whipping on. That's the bottom line. Yeah, 100%. And she lost it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, and you think like the judge was 100%? Like there's nothing he could have done differently? Well, he did the right thing. Okay. I mean, because he did the right thing thing doesn't mean someone else might not have taken a different approach. Ah, I see. But because you have two or three different approaches doesn't mean that he did something wrong. Right, right, I mean, right. you see someone coaching, as a matter of fact, if you remember, the coach admitted, he said, yeah. yes, I was coaching. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Maybe Serena didn't see. Right. She was, she was like, what is he talking about? Right, right. She didn't look at the coach. She didn't mm -hmm. notice that. Yeah, yeah. But uh, the referee saw it. The, the, the uh, coach admitted it. Yeah. <laughs> what else could he do? Yeah, yeah, true. Just have to, you know, warn it, mm -hmm. warn her. And Serena is an experienced player. It's okay. Not like uh, someone who doesn't know the rules. Okay, so you, you think she knew 100% what was going on? Well, yeah, you, you, you have a warning. You know, mm -hmm. the next thing you're going to get a point. Point, right. And you break your racket. Yeah. What's next? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you, if you can, you call it off. So you don't go to the third, uh, which is a, a game. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. the next would have been a match. Yeah, yeah, Because the exactly. next is not a set. Next That's right. Match. That's right. So, yeah, she lost it. It's not the first time that she's losing. Yeah. <laughs> it's always at the open, too. It's yeah. always something that happens there. But how do you think she was playing? Was she playing? Serena? Yeah. She was playing okay. Yeah. But the other kid was playing there. Yeah. That particular day. That day, day yeah. That uh, Osaka will beat Serena 8 out of 10. Right, right, right. Or, you know, but so far, she has a better record. It's two, yeah, 2 and 0. <laughs> yeah, and it was a thumping, I think, both times, too. Yeah. It's a shame because she kind of ruined the experience, you know? Yeah. It's like your first uh, Grand Slam, and it's controversy, and people say you don't deserve it, and all that, oh, that I stuff. Don't, I don't think too many people will say yeah, that. Yeah. Because, I mean, whoever was watching the match, so that yeah, uh, yeah. Osaka was putting a weapon on Yep. Yeah. You know. mm. Okay, so let's take it back to... Yeah. Uh, to <laughs> let's take it back to 1948. 48, which I have no recollection of. Yeah, obviously. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so okay, you, so here's... I was born. Yeah, yeah. That, you were born, you don't have a recollection of anything. So that's the question. What's your first recollection? What is the first thing you think you remember? God, I don't know. 
I really can't put pinpoint anything in particular. You know, I mean, I know I was born in uh, a town at the time it was called San Carlos. Now it's Luba. Yeah. I don't have uh, too many recollections even being there. What I remember is living in what is, uh, Santa Isabel, which is now Malabo. The, the capital. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Since I was a little kid, may I don't know, maybe four or five. Okay. So Luba was was somebody living there, or was it just the hospital was up there? And that's... no, no, no. All of us were born at home. We didn't oh. know we went to the hospital. Oh, oh, oh. We have the, the what do you call it? Um, yeah, that the woman, wife, yeah. Wife, uh, you know, mm -hmm. the delivered kids and yep, stuff. Yep. Yeah, so all of us, as a matter of fact, up to Pasi. Wow, the, the youngest. youngest. Yeah. yeah. We never, it wasn't too, uh, well, at the time, it wasn't, Cool to go to a hospital to deliver. Us. Oh wow! Yeah, I don't know. Maybe the hospitals were not that uh, you know good at the time. Oh, I see. Uh, you know. Oh, I see. Or maybe you know the folks with the money had the people come to their house and there was more more service for you in the house or something like that. But that was the norm. Yeah, yeah, I see. I see. Actually. Uh, the lesser affluent people were the ones who went to, to the hospital. So, yeah, yeah, I see. So, so when your sisters were born, you guys are in the in the house too, like yeah. listening to your mother scream that she no, has. Well, I mean, you might have been in school. Oh, know, I see. I see. I see. You out there playing soccer? Yeah, yeah. You come home and say, "Oh, you got a sister. <laughs> you have a brother." Oh, okay. <laughs> and the point is, normally, what. Uh, they would do like this, I remember, because uh, Luis, who is mm -hmm. after me, is nine years younger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I wasn't like uh, a little kid, three yeah. kid or so. I, I remember that uh, they would send you, uh, go to Auntie So-and-So's, mm -hmm. and I think the phrase was uh, something to the effect of tell him or her, Auntie So-and-So, that... Uh, Stranger has arrived. That's it. That was yeah, 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 yeah. Stranger has arrived, and of course they know that she was pregnant. Mm -hmm. They understood. Oh, I oh. see. I see. I see. Uh, there has been a a, a new. So why, as an adult, why why do you think they they said it that way? Cultural thing. Oh, I yes, see. That's the I way see. It works. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just go to auntie, tell her that a stranger has arrived, and then that's it. Ah. Uh. So you're living up there, were you guys living in Luba, and then they moved to Malabo? I guess, yeah. Okay. Well, we, yeah, obviously they must have been living in Luba because that's where we were born. Yeah, okay. Uh, so who's from there? Uncle Sergi and I. Okay. Yeah. And then the rest were born in, uh, in Malabo. Malabo. Okay. So who's from there though? Your mom isn't from there, is she? Luba. Um... Or did you have other family around no, there? No, but that... both, well, they both were from the area. Okay, I see. You know, it might not have been Dubai exactly, but they were from the area. Yeah, that's where, at the very beginning, because Dubai was uh, one of the most important ports ah, in right. Guinea before. Right, right, before right. Before they built the city of Clarence, which was named.
then became Santa Isabel, Malabo, okay. built the capital. And that's where most of the Creoles were, the Joneses, I see. the Dugans, the Davies, Davies. I see, so I see. So what, so you're a kid and so let's say you're like six years old. So the only other kid around is, the only one other kid in the family is your brother. So did you spend a lot of time chasing after your brother? Did you have? Oh, actually we had uh, a cousin who, who was the son of my mother's oldest brother. He lived, he grew up with us. I see. It was uh, Sergi, yep. my, my, my brother, him, and then I. I, I see. was the youngest. My cousin was in between. I see. Just like uh, you, Fernando, and Priscilla. Oh, I see, I see. Yeah. Okay. What was his name? Uh, his name was, well, the Christian name, Roberto. But uh, we call him Abiona. Abiona. Ah. Abiona. Oh, okay. Does That's the name of the, the a book. book, right, right, right. Okay. Yeah, unfortunately, you know, he committed suicide when he was studying in, uh, when he was studying in Barcelona, then he went to Alicante, I believe. And he committed suicide oh, wow. at, uh, at a very young age. He must have been like 20, early 20s. Oh, wow. 22. Wow, wow, wow. So what what was uh, what was your uh, I, you know I, I made it a point to uh, make a trip to Africa so I could meet my grandmother you know while she was still with it and still around but I don't have any what was she like but you had seen her in Barcelona hadn't you no I missed that my sister saw her and oh, okay. I missed that yeah, yeah 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 so what was she like growing up. Like any other mother, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Did she work at all? Okay. Um, a housewife. That was the famous thing then. But it was a housewife, female. Obviously. Yeah, 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 it was yeah. A yeah. Housewife, and uh, yeah, basically, that's what she did. She was an excellent uh, uh, chef. Well, she baked. She was a seamstress. Oh wow! She did a lot of stuff. Yeah. But mm. I mean, just for, mm -hmm. for friends, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. unfortunately, yeah. she would charge the people, yeah. <laughs> she would, uh, you know, prepare uh, like a, a wedding thing, she would, uh, for free, the wedding, the wedding dress, oh my goodness, you know, cook all the food, all the, yeah, the food, the cakes and all the stuff, and yeah, don't worry about it, for nothing, yeah, yeah. And, oh yeah, that's fine, <laughs> You help me another time. Right? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Oh my God! And so I never met my grandfather. What was he like? Me, uh, oh, <laughs> tough guy. Yeah. Well, he was a, a farmer. Went to work every day, like from six a.m. to six p.m. Oof. He went to the farm, and uh, excellent farmer. Yeah, yeah. We were told, uh, but again. I guess this one's in the family. Yeah, we were the unlucky part of the Creoles <laughs> because he worked for um, Agus's father. Um, uh, he did his farming for him, and then he worked for his half brother Adolfo. He did his farming for him and so on when they were like in Spain studying or doing. I see. Things. I see. He was the one who did all that stuff, uh, but 
he didn't do anything like for himself to I get see. farms and so on and work on his own. And grow it, yeah. We heard that he was uh, at one time he he did uh, uh, he took care of some uh, you know animals, mm -hmm. uh, pigs or whatever. Yeah. And, uh, oh, so it wasn't just crops; it was animals no, too. No, no, no. We didn't. We didn't know. I see. That uh, uh, part of his life, I guess, was that when he was younger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it seems like things. Yeah, there was uh, epidemics also, and all the animals. Oh, they all died. And that's when I guess he decided Namas. Yeah, yeah. And he started doing, uh, you know, working for his uh, brother-in-law, yeah, yeah, yeah. brother, and so on and so forth. But that was strictly farming, mm -hmm. the cocoa plantation. And, uh, yeah. I just had this thought in my head um, because now you have a grandson, right? <laughs> and I have this thought in my head when I'm uh, disciplining him sometimes and he's, uh, he's like shook. You know, I, I, don't, I never hit him. I try not to raise my voice, but he's like, oh, daddy is so mean to me. And I think to myself, you have no idea what mean is. <laughs> if you go back to my childhood, so now you said the same thing. You said well, my dad was I a... I would tell you, you don't know what yeah, mean Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is. So what does that mean? My childhood. Exactly. So what does that mean, Ralph? It's a cultural thing, you know. That's the way people train mm -hmm. their kids and brought them up, you know. Just like you were reading the Bible, the rod and all Yeah, that yeah, stuff. the staff and, and the rod. The old-fashioned way to bring up a kid. And that's, that was it. Mm. So, mm -hmm. you know, you survive. <laughs> you learn. You know, you try to modify slightly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, of course. How, that's how it goes. Every generation yeah. uses a little experience from uh, before. Try to modify That's it right. A try bit. to improve the it a little present. bit. In the future, you know, you don't know what's going to happen because uh, sometimes the circle comes Yeah, it comes around. around. That's so true. That's true. That's true. Yeah. So who do you, here's a strange question for you. Uh, I won't ask it directly for you, but for your parents, so for your father, who do you think was his favorite kid? Very hard to tell. <laughs> this guy was well, hard. No, very hard in the sense that there was a huge gap between ah. me and uh, the next Oh, season. I see. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I was like uh, yeah. nine years older than uh, mm -hmm. Luis. Right, Ten right, years right. older than Lady. Twelve years older than... Pasi. Uh, um, no, Chiquilina. Oh, Chiquilina, right, right. And right. 16 years older than Pasi. Oh, my gosh. I mean, there's a, the way you, you raise someone, you know, 16 years older than the yeah, other yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, It's going to be different. It's yeah, going to yeah. be totally different. Yeah, yeah. So, mm. that, those are things that I would not be venturing, you know, I would not be saying, like, well, this one was, or this one yeah, was. Yeah, yeah. I, I couldn't tell. Now, the three of us that grew up together, yeah. I didn't, I didn't see any major difference. Mm. Like, okay, so, he treated every one of you guys the same way? That, that, thought so yeah, but yeah, again yeah. maybe someone else might have uh, had a different idea or experience mm -hmm. and say, ah, no, he was favorite. yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mm. and what about your mother could you tell same, same. oh same 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 tell. okay it didn't seem to me like they were they had a favorite yeah yeah versus someone else mm -hmm. no 
Okay. As a matter of fact, they would because the three of us lived, you know, we grew up together. Right. There was no difference whether a son or, or nephew. Uh. <laughs> they would treat me the same I as see. they treat Abiono. I see, Sergio. I see, I see. Yeah, as far as I'm concerned, I don't know, maybe. Okay, so one gets a whooping, all three gets a whooping. Well, if you, if you deserve a whooping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I yeah, mean, yeah. they're not going to give you a whooping because they uh, <laughs> whoop uh, uh, the oldest. Mm, let me see, who's next? <laughs> no. I mean, there's a day that you messed up, you yeah, get a yeah. weapon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the other one was like freebie. Yeah, okay, okay. And then the next time, he's the one who messed okay. up. They get it, and you like, hey, giggling <laughs> or whatever. I was talking to Priscilla about it, and I said that... Uh, Usually, growing up at home, mom was the first line of defense, right? So if you're doing something and and she feels it's wrong, she's going to get you. And then usually that's it. But sometimes, sometimes she would say, wait for your father to get home. <laughs> so was it the same for you guys? Was it your mother always took care of business and then yeah but there was a point where yeah, yeah. wait for your father to get home yeah 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 there. oh my goodness and uh, you knew what was uh, yeah 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 what was about to happen every farmer that i've met it's like uh, most of them are very skinny but it's like iron everything is like you don't want to mess with that yeah oh my goodness all right so now let's talk about um let's talk about the path to getting to spain what like why Spain? What's the, you know? Well, that was that was uh, that's that was easy because being uh, Equatorial Guinea, well, at the time uh, Spanish territories mm -hmm. or whatever, so small, we went up to high school. There was no university okay. there. So once you finish high school, if you wanted to continue studying, you had to go abroad. Right, right, so right. So mainly because we were colonized by Spain, we, we were to Spain. Ninety percent, I would say, went to Spain. Yeah. Uh, of course, others have gone to England, Nigeria. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, because remember, the Creoles had that contact. With, yeah, with uh, English-speaking folks. Yeah. Yes. So some of them went, you know. Uh, England, some of them went to Nigeria, Sierra Leone. Okay, okay. But most, most people, at least in the 20th century, middle mm -hmm. of the 20th century, when Spain had uh, recouped the um, dominion over I see. The, uh, the territories, people went to Spain mm. mainly. Mm. So that's why you know, I had finished high school. Yeah, yeah. I had a scholarship, went to Spain, and that's uh, that's how that. Wow. So, how do I ask this question? So the um, like the education system was on par in Malabo with. Okay. Oh man, it was like extremely high. Really. At that, at that time. Yeah, at that time. Now. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so yeah, were you? Don't even speak Spanish. <laughs> right, uh, we're here, those speaking Spanish. But. Uh, then it was very, very high to the point that uh, once you finish high school, you went to college. There was no remedial. Oh wow! Yeah, that, that was my next question. We were correcting the Spaniards. Oh wow! In Madrid, in Barcelona. Wow! And there, you know, we had some writings, or we were talking. I was like, oh, "What a minute! This isn't right." Yeah, you yeah. You can't just, yeah. You know, there has to be a better agreement between the subject and the, I mean, in that, yeah, in yeah. that sense. 
and they will go like, yeah, yeah, what do you know? And they'll ask the teacher, and they just, of course. <laughs> you know, things like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We yeah. were very, very well prepared. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow, wow, wow. Extremely. I mean, to the point that if someone flung, you know, after we went to Spain, yeah. it was because yeah, you he was partying studying, too much. He started partying yeah. and stuff like that. But not because you were ill-prepared. Oh, I see. Yeah, we were like very, very well prepared. I see. So, okay, so you said that there's three of you, your brother, Abiono, and you. So what did your brother, did your brother go to Barcelona? He went to Barcelona. Okay. We, actually, Abiono was the one who went to Spain first. Because he had, he was, he was sick. He had his uh, right, I, I don't, I believe that it was uh, bone cancer. Oh, wow. And they've been, they had been trying to treat it for years. Mm -hmm in Equatorial Guinea and mm -hmm. nothing. Yeah. I mean the pulse was like oh, wow. every day, every day he had to clean and wrap it and this and this. It was it was serious rough yeah. just to see him at this. So my uncle, my father's half brother Jones, mm -hmm. Adolfo, he was in the government at the time and uh, he gave Abiono a scholarship to go to Barcelona to be treated. I see. Yeah. I so see. they went, they had the operation and his arm kind of shortened a little, a little bit. Shortened a little bit, but it seems like he was doing okay. So how old was, was he when he went? That was in 1965. So he must have been 18. Then Sergi went the following year because he had finished uh, high school. High school, and then I went the following year. Okay. No, uh, so, no. Sergi went in nineteen sixty six, and I went in nineteen sixty eight. Okay. Yeah. And your brother? And I went directly to Madrid. Oh, okay. Everybody went to Barcelona. Ah. Well, that's what you see all the Yeah, everybody's there. Yeah, everybody. Yeah, yeah. And everybody has been going like to Barcelona for since uh, Adolfo. Yeah, yeah. Uncle, in 19, the, the 1930s. Oh, that early? Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. The Creoles have been going abroad for since maybe 1870s. Oh, wow. Yeah, some people have gone to Spain since the 1800s. Some to England. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they've been always, you know, and uh, wow. that's why they would, they were the ones that had made so much money. Yeah, of course. Of course. Because yeah, yeah. they had the knowledge of having been mm -hmm. dealing with different people. Yeah, yeah. Abroad, yeah. Mm -hmm. seen seeing commerce, things, yeah. commerce, this, you know, mm. industries. I see. Yeah. Wow. And uh, Adolfo's brothers. They went, uh, one went to Bilbao, and Bilbao was very industrialized, and, yeah. so, and he got involved in that. And you go to uh, Madrid, and you see his house, <laughs> his house had like uh, two, two kitchens, oh my gosh. Uh, four bathrooms, mm. I don't know how many bedrooms. <laughs> We want the ones with some of my uh, friends you know, who were studying with yeah, Madrid. Yeah. You know, we went out partying. Yeah. So we couldn't go back to the dorm. We said, okay, we're going to spend the night. And Bobby, his son, so yeah, yeah. he was an athlete, he was a runner. Oh, he had the uh, 
Spanish record in 100 meter dash. Wow. Yeah. So we were like, okay, right, let's go. So we went to the back door and all that stuff. So people were not here. In the morning, my friend, you know, this yeah, is yeah. a Spaniard. Yeah, guy. yeah, he white guy. Like, this is, wow, <laughs> you need a tricycle to move in this, in this apartment. That's how big. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm, this is not. And back then, too, in the 60s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. Is, well, there's is, like no black people in Spain. This is Chamberi. Yeah, yeah, Chamberi yeah. Chamberi is like Fifth Avenue. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's like, <laughs> wow. You guys have this kind of uh, That's, you know, that's the way it was. So, so Sergio went uh, two years before you. Yes. But did he, he didn't finish though, did he? Uh, no, he okay. didn't. Was he, I saw, was he not a good student back no, home? Or? Actually, I think he was a much better student than I. Oh, really? Oh, no doubt. You know, he was a much better student. Uh, my, Abiono was, I think he was the genius. I see. I think so. Because uh, when he, in Equatorial Guinea, he was sick, he couldn't be going to school mm -hmm. and all that stuff. And he went, um, at the time, high school was from when you like 11 years old mm -hmm. until you were 18, 17, yeah, yeah. 18, that's when you finish high school. It's not like the Spanish, the European system. Yeah, yeah. It was maybe, we'll say, a combination of junior high and high school. Okay. In the US. I see, more I see. Or less. Yep. And that's what we call high school then. Mm -hmm. And uh, Abiono did that in two years. Whoa. The whole thing in Barcelona. <laughs> so, and then he was like, get out of here. Yeah. Wow. Wow, wow. Then he started, I don't know what, he started studying in college. Sergio, he's, I think he was brilliant. But he went to Barcelona. Yeah. I guess uh, no real adult supervision. Yeah, yeah, of course. Because he was there with Argos. Uh, Mickey, Chicky, all those uh, <laughs> young range. guys. Yeah, yeah. I'm living in one apartment and mm -hmm. so on. Every evening you go partying and all that stuff. So, and I actually I was lucky too because when I went to Madrid, I stayed in uh, college. Oh, on yeah. campus. On campus. On yeah. campus. Exactly. I see. And it was just like amazing, my campus. Because, you know, I'm doing physical education. And physical education was new as a college uh, oh, a subject. subject. I see. I'm like, I'm, I'm from the second class. Oh, wow. Physical education in Spain. So, like, for instance, I have the privilege to be like the first black to yeah, be yeah. a professor of uh, a physical, a teacher of physical education right. from the new system. Oh, I see. Yeah. Because before it was just go there, just do up and then, you know, yeah, jumping yeah. jack. Okay, you can go and teach physical education. <laughs> this became yeah. a university thing. And it was good because we were there and they did everything for us. They wash our clothes. What? They, uh, we had food, of course. Uh, they will they have some someone that will wake us up every morning <laughs> every morning they ring the bell to uh, your uh, room and if by let's say we have to start at 7 30 or so 
they ring a bell at seven o'clock. If by seven twenty they hadn't seen you, mm -hmm. they would they come knock in. on your door just wow. to make sure you were there and you went to class and all that stuff. And so. Otherwise, was it just for your program that they, they yeah, wanted it to be us. successful yes, so they exactly. i see i see just for us wow otherwise maybe i would be <laughs> like your brother worse. <laughs> yeah. uh, so do you know when he actually dropped out when he it must have been actually maybe before i got there oh wow yeah. so before the two years yeah he started, you know, working, selling uh, books, yeah, and, I see. and all that stuff, making a little bit of money, mm -hmm. and, but nothing. Yeah, but that was, uh, and I said I was lucky because every vacation that we had, I would go to Barcelona. I see. Which and means that if I were there already, yeah, 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 yeah. And if nobody was after me every morning, like, mm -hmm. hey, come on, you have to go there and you have to be in uh, before 11 o'clock. Mm. <clears throat> Make sure that you go to the uh, cafeteria, that you had food, that you did wow. everything. Wow, that's so fantastic. Everything, you just, you know, every week, every Monday, you have your hamper, you, you <laughs> just your drop it off. <laughs> Next day, all ironed everything okay. on the bed. Oh my goodness. Oh my. Oh. <laughs> so you went to Barcelona to hang out with those guys. So yeah. why never back home? Because of political, uh, political I see. problems. Because I left maybe a couple of months before the independence, official independence, which was, oh, it's coming up now. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, October 12th. Yeah. I left in the summer, maybe July or something. Right, right. And uh, that's when the first uh, dictator was in power, just mm -hmm. ruthless dictatorship. Okay. I mean, there were killings all over. Wow. It was, it was bad. People were trying to escape. Luis tried to escape. Oh, he did? Yeah. Oh, wow. Uh, well, how, what, what are he, you talking about? So, he must have been like 14. Yeah, young. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, because when I left, he was 11. And uh, he must have been like maybe 12, 13. Yeah, yeah. He got busted. Tried to escape, like take a boat to the mainland or? Yeah, or wherever, to Cameroon. Or, oh, I yeah. see, I see. Because, I mean, mainland or wherever, it's mm -hmm. the same thing. So they would go, because Cameroon is actually it's closer. Yes, yeah, yeah. The uh, Equatorial Guinea mainland. Right. Yeah. If you stand in, on the island, you can see him. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, you can see it. Yeah. yeah. So he ended up finally fourteen escaping at age fourteen. He tried at age maybe twelve, thirteen. Wow. Didn't make it. My mother tried to. Your grandmother tried yeah, to yeah. escape. She got busted. Was oh. incarcerated. Wow. Oh, so that's why they put her in jail because yeah. she tried to leave. Wow. Yeah. Everybody was trying to uh, to leave then. Everybody. And, if you get, uh, and then what's your experience? You're over in Spain. Everything is kind of, I mean, it's it's the days of Franco, but overall it's pretty peaceful, right? Yeah. Pretty calm, pretty peaceful. Pretty calm. We're having parties up and down. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, it was nice. Yeah. It was cheap to live in Spain. Yeah, super cheap. Very, very cheap. And you know, even though it was the, the dictatorship, but this was the latter part of Franco. So it wasn't as harsh. That's anymore. right. You just need, you needed to know not to do certain two things. or three things. 
one pornography. Right. It's the stupidest thing that if you get caught with uh, Playboy, yeah. they lock you up. Wow. <laughs> uh, drugs, marijuana. Yeah, you of get course. caught with a little joint. They lock you up. And number three, don't talk don't bad about them. Talk about Franco in a negative. That's mind. right. That's it. If you didn't do any of those three things, you'll be partying until five o'clock wow. in the morning. You will be, I mean, it was so cheap. You would just be having a great time. <laughs> yeah. So, but we couldn't go back. Yes. Because of all the stuff that was happening. And there was a point where Macias wanted all the students to return. You know, we didn't. I think two kids said, ah, okay, let me see. Because How did you get word of that? How did you? Oh, you know, like, how do you know what's going on? Yeah, yeah. People, people talking. People talk. Occasionally, someone would leave. Mm -hmm. I see, I see. They escape and they would tell you what happened I see. From, from Cameroon. They would spread the word. Ah, hey, okay. look at this. And then you were here. So and so got killed. Mm. So and so disappeared. Mm. So and so, so you, you get to know. And the two guys that decided to return, from the airport, straight killed. Killed. What, not right there. The yeah, yeah. Went straight to jail. Wow. In less than forty-eight hours. Wow. I don't. That's, I don't understand. I don't understand. Though. Okay, so what was his reason? I would think his reason for asking for all the students to come back home is like we have all this talent, all these smart people, all these doctors, lawyers. Let's bring them back home so they can help the people here. Total opposite. Huh. First thing that he did was to persecute the intellectual because in order to the people who gained the independence actually there was serious intellect, serious guys. I mean, when we went to the UN, mm -hmm. you know, and people had to uh, intervene, and they were like, "Where are these folks from?" I mean, the Spanish was, you know, they saying, well, he's black, he claims that he speaks <coughs> Spanish, he's yeah, going to yeah. be one of those Dominicans or whatever, right, right, right. they're hearing this Spanish like... Yeah, out of sight Spanish. Yeah, they were shocked. So he started persecuting all the intellectuals, started killing that group. I see. There was a coup attempt. A year after he took over. I see. And of course, when that didn't succeed, he was like, okay, who tried to right. give me a coup? An intellect go after everyone. Started, ah. He started killing everybody that was, you know. Wow. So he wanted to bring all the students also, I guess, to yes. Wow, wow, wow. Yeah. So did you have any any consideration when you heard, oh, they want me to come back home? In the back of your mind, were you saying, maybe I'll go back home? No, no. Oh, no, no, not no, at no, all. that I wasn't going to go. Okay, no, okay. Because, no. <clears throat> because I went to some of the meetings, too, and they were like, yeah, because if we don't go back, we're going to lose our scholarship, but mainly, I'll say, a 90% of us went on scholarships. Oh, I see. Yeah. From Malabo, not from Spain. Like the money you got was from Malabo? From Malabo, yeah. Oh, I see. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. It was the government of Equatorial Guinea ah. that gave us scholarships to go to. I see. To study. 
But so somehow that continued though, right? They didn't cut that off. They didn't cut it. They didn't oh. cut it. But mine, they didn't cut it. But some of the other people, oh, some the... students, uh, they cut it. Because remember, <clears throat> mine, my scholarship was given, uh, Adolfo was, uh, it was his area. Oh, so he okay. controlled that scholarship. Oh, I see, I see. Yeah. So I was, I, was, I, was, I was good. And, you know. But I knew I wasn't going because I, I I had been hearing yeah all that stuff all the stuff mm. no I wasn't going back that I knew for sure. Did you guys feel it coming? Like uh, growing up, like a few years before you left for Spain, did you feel you know you you kind of see certain things and you feel like things well, are changing and it's not in a good way? I think that I did. I did. I can't. You know. I can say about others. Mm -hmm. I think I did. As a matter of fact, the last, the last uh, work that I'm doing that I actually I did is yeah, going yeah. to be uh, published soon. I hope. Huh? Yeah, yeah. And uh, that's why I mentioned that. Okay. But I think I saw a change coming but it was kind of settled it mm -hmm. wasn't uh, a lot of people didn't realize oh maybe they did i don't know yeah but the change was because we went from a colony to a province in 19 uh, 50 no in 19 I think 60 or so, well, I don't get tired of another day yeah, yeah. right now. But then the Spanish, when we were asking for independence mm -hmm. and da da da, uh, one of the Spanish maneuvering was okay, instead of because the UN was pressuring Spain to give, uh, yeah, that was the, uh, the 60s, right? right? The decades of independence. That's right, for everybody. And this and that. Yeah. So UN was pressuring Spain to give independence to Equatorial Guinea, and Spain tried to outsmart everybody and say, "Okay, we're going to convert these territories into provinces." <laughs> so just like that. Okay. In one day, we were from colony to province, just like Barcelona, Barcelona Madrid, Madrid. Or, you know, La Coruña. Provinces of Spain. I did not know this. Yeah. Okay. So they did the mainland, Rio Muni, mm -hmm. was one province. Uh, Fernando ah, was the other province. one. I see. So those were the latest provinces of Spain. Mm -hmm. But of course, nobody took that. Yeah, 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 of they, course. We kept <clears throat> fighting and saying, no, 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 this trick is not going to work. We want total independence. Then from 1964, to 1968, those four years, they had, uh, they made it, uh, they gave autonomy they, to those two provinces. Mm, mm, mm. So technically, during that uh, autonomy is when they will be transitioning power mm. from the Spaniard to I the see. native. That's technically what should have happened. And, uh, but during that time, I mean, this is my perception. Yes. During that time, it's when the fun from okay. the mainland 
I see. Started migrating slowly into the island. They started coming in. Because before you had find them on the island. We all went to school. We all That's right. But they were not um, dominant. The, major, the majority, I they see. They were not the majority. I because see. everybody was still in uh, I see. Uh, Rio Muni. So who were the tribes in, in on the island at in the, the time? Island, well, you, you had the, the colonial masters, basically, the okay. Spaniards. Okay. You had the Creole. Oh, really? So there was still a, a strong Spanish presence when you were yeah, growing up. Yeah, they were the administration. Ah, uh, I see. I, I see. mean, we use a peseta. Right, right, right. We right. didn't have any currency. That's right. We use uh, everything was imported from Spain. I see. I mean, we know about Ramon Serrano, Peso yeah, yeah. Manchego, yeah, 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 all that oil. stuff. We don't produce any of that I stuff. I see. Everything I see. was coming mainly from Spain. And you just had the cocoa that you were exporting. Exporting, yeah. Okay. And uh, so you have the Spaniards, the Creoles, mm -hmm. the boobies, okay. who are the natives. The natives, yeah. Uh, you have the Fang. Well, you have Where are the Fang from? Are they Nigerian no, originally? They're, no, they're from, uh, they're from Central Africa. Ah, okay. You know, migrating towards the The coast, coast. Okay. I see. And there, were, there is another, there are two other tribes. Okay. Nowhere's. They were the original guys that uh, uh, lived on the coast of I see. the mainland. Mm -hmm. And uh, BCO. BCO. The BCO lived between the Fang, okay. because the Fang was in the interior. I see. The Ndowe were the coastal guys. Mm -hmm. The BCO were in between, between the mm -hmm. two. Mm -hmm. So those were, and then the Ambo or Anabones from the other island. The other island, Paco's group. I Those see. were the formation I see. of uh, people who lived on the island mm -hmm. mainly. So the fan were just few of them, mm -hmm. and a lot of them had, you know, uh, they were adapted. They had adapted to the way that yeah, you guys live. Right. So just like uh, the Anaboneses, Paco, right. but they will, they lived there, all mm -hmm. of them adapted to, to the way you guys the did, way things. We did, did things. And so on. But then those, that migration started coming mm -hmm. in, and you, I started seeing how the, 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 they started uh, doing things because they were majority. So, but it wasn't quite clear yet, but you could see it coming. Yeah. And they're coming because there's more things happening on the island? Is that well, why? That's what a capital was. Oh, true. And true, there true. there was nothing else. Yeah, 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 yeah. Even on the island, mm -hmm. you only had like Santa Isabel, where you had everything. Everything, yeah. Um, San Carlos, Luba, where you had... A few things. More or less, you know. And then the rest... Nothing basically. Jungle, yeah. Well, not, not jungles. You have towns, you mm -hmm. have, you know, but it wasn't, you didn't have like Santa Isabel and Luba. Because Luba, Santa Isabel, you had everything. You had uh, a drinking water, ah. you know, uh, electricity, mm. all that stuff. I mean, I never went to a house then. You flick a, a switch and you didn't have light. Wow. Never went to a house, you know, you open the faucet and there was There's no, no water. water. Wow, that's Never. that's amazing. You know, and in those two places, mm -hmm. now you go to the other places, yeah, yeah, you have yeah. to go to the river. That's you know, right. Stuff like that. And that's one of the problems that we have mm -hmm. when we talk about Equatorial Guinea. 
comparing now to then. We say, oh no, Equatorial Guinea, it was so much better. We had everything. Yes, I know. We had everything in two in little two places. Pockets, right. And in the continent, you know, they had, you know, Bata, which was the, right. their capital, which was coastal. Yeah, but the rest. Nothing. Some people never, they had never seen a cement house, for wow. instance. When you went to the interior, mm -hmm. inside, inside. Yeah, yourself. yeah. And they started coming and it was like, and they wanted, well, we're a majority, we should have the power. And mm -hmm. so and they started like, uh, and you started seeing some ruthless things. It's like tribal people, warfare. Yeah, well, yeah. not warfare then, but yeah, you started yeah. seeing the way that people started reacting to things that yeah, yeah. Uh, to us was common. Mm -hmm. You already know. Uh, That's right. And they were like, you said, whoa, whoa, what's going on? Mm -hmm. How could you react to such a thing that right. should be done this way? And so that's when that migration started. So when we got the independence, it became massive. Oh, I see. Massive migration. Mm. And of course, I'm there like four to one. Yeah. Now it's four to one? Always. Wow. The phone? They, they always outnumbered everybody else. For wow. Them. So if you put the uh, Anaboneses, Boobies, Creoles, Ndowe, uh, BCO, mm -hmm. all of them together, yeah. it's 41. Mm. Wow. Yeah, it's, uh, they started taking over. Now, when you're taking over and you don't know anything about, you know, modern lives, about taking care of things, That's it's right. like, you know, you can, you can, you can, go like living uh, well over there you have this uh, you know little houses and so mm -hmm. on but you don't go to a second floor to beat fufu yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what i mean yeah yeah but, yeah you know you do that down yeah in the basement, the basement yeah there, in the garage yeah. uh, <laughs> so of course the, the mindset they, is they had no idea of how to take care of this thing that's right you know they don't even know how to use a latrine, you know, ah, they never seen it, they were going wow. stupid, you know, all kind of things. And, but they were majority. majority. That's right. And the worst part of it is that they were the on basically the only ones that had been in the army at the police force. Ah, I see. The boobies, I don't know why. They mm -hmm. just totally rejected ah. the armed forces. Ah. They just didn't want to participate in the armed forces. Do you think they were more more peaceful people? They didn't... No, the boobies were never peaceful. <laughs> never. Oh, really? They fought the British, they fought the Spaniards. Oh, I didn't know that. Every... Yeah. Wow. They were always fighting people. <laughs> they're little people. They're yeah, they're tiny. Tiny. <laughs> And then, like, they don't find the biggest guy yeah. to try to fight me. It's just little men. Too. Yeah, yeah. Five, five three, yeah, a guy, yeah. fully like, grown. Fighting someone six two. <laughs> to fight. Yeah, but they're always been. Ah. The name Luba. That's a booby name. Is from a booby that uh, a, a warrior that fought the Spaniards and ah. so on, and he at the end captured and was killed. Oh wow! So they named that area. After him. Wow. Yeah. Boobies were always. But they didn't want to join the, the armed I don't forces. Know why they didn't want to join the armed forces. 
and so obviously when we have the independence the most uh, numerical guys invading the islands with the army they That's have right. all the guns they yep. have all, all the training everything you couldn't do anything wow so basically those were the two things to me that i think that uh, made the huge difference one the massive migration and two the control of the arms he couldn't do and uh, you can you can reason with right. that's right it's just it's just that's impossible. right that's right yeah and then once they tried to do the overthrowing of the regime mm -hmm. there's uh, his excuse yeah. yeah 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 now let's get rid of everybody and from there on it's mm. been like that mm. up to now you know mm. Yeah, and that's right because he he uh, so you have the was it the uncle? He was the uncle, Masias. Mas right? is the uncle. Yeah. <clears throat> Obiang Gema is yeah, the yeah. nephew, and he overthrew his uncle yeah. basically. And the problem actually is the history goes a little you know everyone yeah, yeah. will get their, their own version, but when Masias, I mean there was a point where he was going crazy he yeah, was yeah. You know, paranoid totally so after a while you know every he was going after everybody yeah and i think that's when the nephew and this guy they, they panicked oh i see they had studied in spain at the military academy in zaragoza in spain. okay a group i think there was a group of 11 mm -hmm. guys who went there they came back and there was there were a couple of boobies also. So when they came, the they were obviously the most highly decorated. That's uh, right. You know, uh, lieutenants or mm -hmm. whatever and so on. So there were three of them. They said, we just can't let this go. They were in the army. Yeah. We just can't let this go like that because it was just total chaos. Yeah. I mean, it was... He'll end up getting us too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Good example. Yeah, so yeah. they said, well, we have to get him. Mm -hmm. We have to throw him. And Marcias at the time, he must have been suspecting something. He left the island. Ah. He went to his uh, native village. Okay. On the continent. And uh, so they in were... In Equatorial one, Guinea or... Yeah. Equatorial okay, Guinea. okay. The, if you remember the Equatorial Guinea has two sections yeah, of yeah, mainland. Yeah. So he went there. And uh, this guy, Obiangema, the, the nephew, yeah. got uh, uh, together with two of his buddies that uh, came from Saragossa right. uh, and so on. And I said, well, we have to go and get him. They get you know, a little troop of maybe six or ten people. Or oh, so small. Because Macias didn't have much in the continent. Oh, Everything right. was on the island. You know, wow. So the continent might have a post here or yeah. something there. And very ill prepared. Yeah. These guys had gone to mm -hmm. Spain and studied, you know, tactics of war wow. and stuff. And this is the important part because the guy who, the leader of that group was not. Obiangema was not the nephew. He stayed on oh. the island. Oh. It was this guy who was a booby. Oh, wow. Went to the uh, continent with uh, his little troop. Mm -hmm. He was the one who got Messias. He got Messias. He's going to bring him back to the island. Yeah. You know, to, for a trial. 
he get masias and as he was coming from his uh, village yeah coming through all the way to bata where they would have the, the port plane yeah to yeah fly him to everybody those the, the, the um all the guys the all elderly people right kept telling him you got the trophy ah uh, keep, keep it right and this was fine yeah oh wow because he's in the continent yeah 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 yeah, yeah. keep it take control you got him yeah is yours oh he comes there you go to <laughs> Obia and Gema. Mm -hmm. Obia and Gema. Yeah. Did what there was there even a trial? Yeah. Oh, there was he, a trial. It was done. I mean, like spectacularly well. There was a trial. He had a a lawyer who was graduated from Spain. Wow. He, uh, he was one of he was a Jones. As okay. A fact. Oh wow. Lawyers. One of his uh, defense attorney had a trial, everything, and he was condemned to be executed by by a firing squad. And he was, and then this guy took over. took over. And I was looking online, and it said that um, he is the second longest tenured dictator in the world. No, he is the first. Oh, the guy might might have died. The older. <laughs> <laughs> there was a guy from like it was like Indonesia or something who was forty-two years and he was like forty. No, he was that, and then Fidel. Yes. Longer. Yes. Then when Fidel left, right, 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 to his brother. That's right. He became wow. the next was Mugabe. Mugabe, right, right, Mugabe, right. But uh, this guy got Mugabe by a few months. Wow. In power. Nineteen seventy-five. No, he took power nineteen seventy-nine. Okay. Mugabe took power in 1979, but at the end. I see, he I see. took power in March or April. Almost 40 years. Yeah. Wow. So this is, we're celebrating our 50th anniversary mm -hmm. of independence. So. Mm, mm. And, then, and then, so there you are, you're living in Spain, all this stuff is going down. Uh, let's talk about for two seconds. You're in college. How do you hear about your mother going to jail? Did you call? Were you able to call home and no, stuff? No. Occasionally, you would have a, receive a letter. Oh, I see. Someone, you know. Uh, oh, they yeah. hid and then they. Yeah. Wow. Occasionally, you would do, you would have that. I see. And then occasionally people would travel. Remember, there were people from the government that still. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. And they know you. They mm -hmm. know your family. I see. And I see. They would tell you. And plus, I think we heard after all that mm -hmm. was over. So you remember when uh, Obiang took over? Well, there was a little freedom, you know. People were like, oh, okay, this guy came, he has freed us ah, from the sea. I see, I Everything see. Everything is going to go, yeah, yeah. you know, in the right direction now. This and that. So maybe a few months while he was still silent. Yeah, 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 yeah. He, he didn't want to touch anything. He's just yeah. looking at stuff. <laughs> because he had a meeting mm -hmm. with uh, Adolfo. Okay. Adolfo, our Adolfo of Young? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Are they related, by the way? They have the same last name. Okay. Okay. They had a meeting. Why? In because the 70s? 
Uh, ah, when Atanasio, Adolfo's brother, started, he was going to speak uh, Fang, he wasn't coming, ah, he I had see. Uh, forgotten a yeah, little bit, yeah. he would study Fang and mix it up with Spanish, Spanish yeah, and, yeah. and Macias would just pump, 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 Fang yeah, yeah, this. Yeah. Whatever, you know, when we get independence, we're gonna I got eliminate you. <laughs> all those white folks that have been doing us, all the steel, and so on and so on. Independence means you see all those riches that the Joneses and all this, yeah, yeah. You yeah going you're gonna to get, get that. that. Yeah, you yeah. go there and pick your own house, mm. and that's how he won. Of course, you promise, promise, yeah, yeah, promise, yeah. and of course, he couldn't deliver. Yeah, no, no, no. And when they get there and they started, there was a point where. Uh, he started a conflict mm. with the Spaniards. Okay. The Spaniards, there was panic. Yeah, of course. It's like what happened in South Africa, right? The Afrikaners, they said, what are, <laughs> we got to get out of here. Yeah, they <laughs> took up everything. Yeah. Like a, a company that uh, yesterday had $10 million. Yep. Today was $5 in the bank. Whoa, they, they just split. Everything mm. to split. So then, obviously, people start started lacking yeah, things, of course. products that came that you know you went to the store you would you have all it. kind of goods. Yeah. No, not there. You went this nothing. Mm -hmm. You went to the bank nothing. Infrastructure, so, everything starts everything to suffer. Decaying, and so so that's when Atanasio Adolfo's brother said we have to get rid of this guy. He tried a coup. He fell. Mm -hmm. He got killed. Wow. They started killing all the intellectuals. That's how I everything see. went. And then this guy, they said that everyone told him, take it. You got yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. He went and gave it to the mm. nephew. Wait, so you said Adolfo actually met him. So what was that all about? Well, when, like, like I told you, once he gave a coup, he tried to do, you know, the right thing, I, I guess. See. So he met with the leftovers that his, his uncle didn't kill. Because ah. Adolfo didn't go to Equatorial Guinea. He stayed abroad. I see. He stayed in New York, you know. There were others who stayed in Spain. Yep. They didn't go back or they escaped and, you know. Yep. So he was trying to talk to those people that were, that, um, help with the independence right. to see what and uh, the account that Adolfo gave me mm -hmm. it says you know he said with this dude and he told him no I cannot join you or anything in, for you in order for you or for me to work with you and so yeah. on number one you have to eliminate all those people who were part of the Macias uh, government. Wow. Including yourself. Wow. Adolfo says this to him. This guy is brave. Says including, well, this, this meeting was not in Equatorial Guinea. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was yeah. in Spain. Okay. Okay. Adolfo New York went to Spain. Wow. He says including yourself because when Macias, you were the Yeah, the catalyst. Yeah, yeah. You know executor of uh, all the deals that Macias was doing, you were the one Yeah, you were the guy. Doing it. Yeah, pressing know? the button. Yeah. It says, you know, if you want this thing to change, the, the country started going in a uh, different direction, mm -hmm. I can't deal with you guys. Whoa. You have to go. You have to take your people. 
and we have to get something new that has mm. nothing to do with all the killings that you guys have. Remember here, they had killed his brother too. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Adolfo's so, brother. Yeah, so he couldn't take that. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. That's where everything ended. Mm. And then this man, I mean, after those few months where he just, I guess he was sizing up things, yeah, yeah, yeah. what he could do, how he could do it, and he noticed that he just couldn't bring mm-hmm. the new intellect, intellect and all those intellectuals to help him run the government. Right. So he pushed them away. Oh, I see. Everybody stayed in exile. And he got his own people who were I doing see. all the killings with him mm-hmm. to continue in the government, of course. Yeah. Because that's how he realized that uh, it was the only way for him to stay, stay in power. Stay in power, yeah. And then Fear. after that, little by little, he started sending his people to get educated. I see. Educated. I see. But when they went back, as if they hadn't been, you know, yeah, outside. nothing changed. Nothing, nothing changed. So, yeah. Okay. So now let's talk about the the trip to the United States. What was? I I, I know what the backstory is, but I want you to say it. What the? <laughs> what do you know? Well, I know that uh, if, at least from my memory, mom was in the U.S. and she was going. Um, she did a like folks do a semester overseas and they study. So she came to Spain to study. You saw her there. You're like, oh, I like this chick. And then she came back to the States and you guys wrote a few letters to each other, but then you basically came over. Basically. Yeah. Okay. That's, that's what it was. Wow. And, uh, yeah. Wow. <laughs> so, and there's no thought in your head like, is this the right move? Should I stay here? I have everything in Spain. No, I got. No, that, that's not, well, that is the basic yeah, yeah. thing that happened. But of course, they are more. Mm-hmm. There's like uh, Paul Harvey would say, the rest of the story. <laughs> you know. At the time, uh, that other thing is that that's um, from school for coaching, right? Yeah, because I was. So what? what you were coaching the juniors for Real Madrid Real basketball. Madrid basketball. That was the second. Yeah, uh, the assistant coach. The, the J, let's yeah, assistant coach. Okay. To the junior of uh, Real Madrid, the basketball team. Okay. So that's like up to eighteen. That group. Yeah. No, juniors went a little. It was like sixteen to nineteen. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because we had a player who was in college already. He was studying medicine, so. Oh, I don't know. I think it was under 21 is still junior, yeah. something like that. So the head coach of the first team mm-hmm. retired. So his assistant became the head, head coach. coach. Now everybody was moving, moving up. up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I kind of didn't move nothing. up. Yeah. I was like, oh, and not only that. But this guy, the assistant in the first team that moved to be the, become the head mm-hmm. coach, was also our basketball professor at the in, in F, okay. uh, college. When the head coach from Real Madrid retired, okay. he was the uh, professor also in my college. He retired both positions. This guy took both. 
Ah, I see. The team and the um, college. He asked me, he wanted me to take his place as his assistant. I see. Professor, uh -huh. not in the coaching. I see. In the professor. And I'm like, whoa, yeah. Yeah, yeah, he that's great. So I'm like, damn. Finish everything. Nothing. They wouldn't give me the job. Wow. And he told me once, he just said, you know, let me be blonde. All the crap that they started telling me, yeah, that yeah, yeah. I just realized that. Yeah, skin color. color. Yeah. That's what messed you up. Yeah. Oh, so, so he was frank with you at, yeah. at one point. Oh, oh I see. Right, I mean, up front. Yeah, yeah. Right away. He says, because they couldn't, I asked them this. They couldn't give me any a straight answer. Yeah, a straight answer. Yeah. Well, you know, he was. Uh, I don't know. You know. So he says. Finally, I just realized that you know it's just the color, I guess. Mm -hmm. Because people will start asking, how could you give it to this guy? He wasn't even like the number one guy of mm -hmm. the junior. He's right. the number two. two what guy. happened to the number one? How yeah, could you yeah. give that guy a job? I a see. Spanish kid. You know, how could you not give the other one? I see. You give it to this Negro or whatever. Mm -hmm. says, yeah. That's all I can say. So now I'm like, again, remember, I'm 25, 26, you know, mm -hmm. you don't have any adult <laughs> yeah, supervision, yeah. coaching or whatever. You're totally disappointed. Yeah, yeah. You try this, go to the Nigerian uh, aspect, everything is collapsing. Yeah. And yeah, I'm like, what am I doing here in Spain? I'm totally disappointed. Yeah, I yeah. mean, I could have stayed. But then your mom also insists, oh, yeah, why don't you go? Okay, no, won't even think twice. Wow, you just booked. <laughs> Wow. Wow. Okay. So now you, you just get to the States. Where do you go? Where are you living? Oh, I stayed with her. Oh. Because at the time she was living with the Gimbers. Yeah. You lived with the Gimbers? Yeah. Well, for a few, a week or two. Oh, I didn't no. know that. I went there. No, I didn't. I stayed there maybe when I got there, maybe a couple of nights. Okay. Then I went to South Stanley. Okay. Ah, okay. Mom's family. Okay. Yeah. I got you. I got because you. She was still in Verona. Wow. Rico, yeah, George, yeah. all mm -hmm. those guys, yep. yeah, all yep. of them were living. You remember yeah, South Stanley? Yeah, South Stanley, South yeah. So they, you know, I got a room over there somewhere. I stayed there. And it was like, why waste time? We got married and then. We went to Bloomfield, I think, was the yeah. first apartment. Wait, so when you go to Stanley, because now I'm I'm thinking about us current time, but back then you don't speak you don't speak Creole, no English, don't speak English, only Spanish, Spanish, right? So now but you mom can your, your mother speaks Spanish, yeah, yeah. So she can communicate with you, but yeah. then she takes you to her family's place. Yeah, but you know Eric and Frepe, yeah, they far, far. Little, you know, they Oh, I see. They, they could, you know, yeah, yeah, George, yeah. you know, George, George would try to use some Spanish that he might have learned, like hola or whatever. So we would try to communicate in whichever. I spoke a little bit of French at the time because I had taken French. Ah, I see. High school. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So between them using Spanish, are you using the little French? Or yeah, yeah. Come here a little bit, yeah. <laughs> but nothing. Dude, that story just to me, it wouldn't happen today. 
To, to be, to me, just to have like, because basically a stranger, right? You're basically yeah. a stranger to just bring a stranger to my cousin's house and say, hey, this guy's going to stay with you for a little bit. Yeah, but I mean, it wasn't like a stranger. It was like we were almost going out. Okay, okay. Because it had been like two years. Ah. The first time she, but she went to Madrid first. Okay. And came back. I see. And then went again. Oh, I didn't know that. And came back. Ah. And so they had been from those, you know, yeah. I see, I see. It's not like she went, met me, and then she, no. She went to Madrid, and uh, we met. She came to the U.S. We yeah. continued, you know. Yeah, writing letters and, and stuff. And so on. She went back to Spain okay. the following year. Yeah. And we were, you know, together, we continued and so mm -hmm. on. Came back, and then we were like, okay, mm. and I came. So it wasn't like, okay, this guy I just met. Yeah, yeah, know. yeah. And uh, by then it was, you know, I wasn't, uh, it was uh, almost clear that I was, we were going to get married yeah. or something. So it, yeah. was, it was like, okay, this is my fiancé almost. Yeah, I see, so, I see. Yeah, okay. okay. So you had a more of a relationship, yeah. I see, I see. And then it didn't take long because I, I, I think I was here maybe three weeks or so, mm -hmm. whatever, when we got married. Wow. It wasn't too long after, wow. after I was here. Yeah, I mean, it was like, why start wasting time or yeah, start yeah, going, yeah. yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah. That's how it happened. And then you guys moved to Bloomfield together. Got an apart apartment, mm -hmm. went to Bloomfield. So you're still not working yet, right? How could you no, have a job in three three weeks? What did you? <laughs> no, because remember, she knew um, I didn't have a job. Yeah. She knew Leonor. Okay. Okay. Suvit had a coffee shop in ah, New York. Okay. So <clears throat> what happened is that I was oh. Mm -hmm. Then I was like, I I have to learn English or something. Yeah, I got yeah, to yeah. the Spanish American Institute and forty second of oh, it's in New York, Fourth Street in New York. So I'm taking, and Subit has his shop in that area. I see. So what I would do, I would go and help Subit. Okay. And he gave me like I don't know ten bucks or whatever. Yeah. Or <laughs> so I was helping Subit. Yeah, yeah. And. Uh, Doing that, studying, and then... And how, how because Pidge English, when you hear it, it's like, uh, there's some English words, there's Spanish words in your yeah, language, some yeah, English yeah, words. Yeah, so did you think it helped you a little bit with... A little tiny bit, I <laughs> Everybody says English is very difficult to learn, compared well, to like Spanish, where all there's all those rules set for rule, everything. But English is a very easy as a commercial language. Because you don't have to conjugate all those verbs. That's true. I see. So I do, you do, he do, everybody. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I eat, you eat, he eat. You know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's easier once you learn X amount of verbs. Right. You can communicate basically. That's you right. Learn the X amount of verbs and the pronouns. You know, so you don't say he eats. You yeah. say he eat. Big deal. Yeah, 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 yeah. Everybody understands. That's right. Yeah. Versus Spanish, where if yo comí, ellos comieron, yo como, mañana. He comido, había. Yeah, yeah. Or French, which oh, is like, basically the same. Yeah, yeah. You know? So, 
may have a little bit mm. and then after that nowadays I've, let's say I've been here for a year maybe mm -hmm. 76 75 I get here yeah yeah 76 my English is getting you know I could communicate a little yeah. bit I got a job that actually to cut you off but uh when did you switch because you're speaking spanish with mom right when did you guys switch to english actually it was my decision okay. because i one day i said you know what from now on everything is going to be done in english because i started realizing that I could end up like Lame. Yeah, yeah. You just kept speaking in Spanish and Spanish and Spanish. Right. And I don't practice, I don't immerse in English or so. Mm -hmm. I could, it would take me forever. Yeah. A yeah. long time. Yeah. If, if at all. Mm -hmm. So I was like, you know what? No let more me Spanish. do it. Let me make all kind of mistakes, but we're gonna start speaking in, in English. I see. And she would correct you and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. just speak. I yeah, yeah. Just yeah. I, whatever you want to tell me, mm -hmm. tell me in, in English. English. Ah. If I understand it, fine. If not, I mean, if it's uh, severe or serious, then mm -hmm. of course we communicate. Right. But then, gotta be in English. Wow. And then uh, after that, I got a job in a Catholic school. Okay. One of the worst jobs that I've ever had. <laughs> well, because I'm this is Catholic school and I'm teaching for third grade. Oh, wow. Wow. Second, yeah, 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 yeah. I had to teach math. I had to teach English. I had to teach oh, wow. everything. You know, I can, I can barely speak English. Mm -hmm. Obviously, my spelling, forget it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Atrocious. <laughs> I couldn't even nothing. So of course, it was it was hard, mm -hmm. and you had to spend time. And not only that, the way we learn to divide. Yes. We had a different. Oh, I remember your division sign was yeah, upside like down. This, you guys do this yeah, yeah, on top. What is this? Yeah. On the, 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 the way you guys subtract. That's I right. Put this borrowing this and this uh, like. <laughs> you know, our system was different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, of course, I had to teach it. This yeah, way, the so new I way. To spend time to learn to it. See what is this? And my English is not. And after that, the following year, I that's when I got a job with the chant school. Okay. But now I'm teaching Spanish. Oh, I see. So now you know. I could I would use more Spanish because actually that's what the kids need to learn. Yeah, of course. So it was much, much, much better. Mm. And my English also is improving. That's right. So 77, no, 78, 79, 80, I think. Yeah. I took three years of the chat school. What was that? Where is it? It was in Newark. Oh. It's not there anymore, is it? They moved it somewhere else. I think they there were three houses oh wow yeah those brick houses in new yep. by that um spring is, is springfield, springfield or south orange avenue no 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 this is down springdale oh okay i got yeah. you i got you you know there's that plaza yep right next to the plaza you have three mm. uh, houses 
you know. So it's a private school? Yeah, it was private. Oh, okay, I see. Yeah, so we had, uh, we had like... Uh, but co-ed, boys and girls? Yeah. Okay. We had like a room like this, mm. it was a classroom. Wow, <laughs> it's like so six feet like, by like fifteen yeah, feet. Twelve kids. Well, okay, so yeah. smaller class. Yeah, smaller class. Twelve, fifteen max. No. Yeah. I mean, you can put desks right here. Yeah. You can you can teach uh, twelve. Yeah, for sure. Kids. That's how it was. And then after that is when I went to public school. Okay. I went to. Um, Memorial Junior High. Oh, I thought it was right to Montville, so no. no. Memorial no, Junior. In uh, Whippany. Oh, wow. One year. <laughs> and it was, it was interesting because now, remember, oh, right in, oh, in 70, I got it, 75, 76, 76, yep. or 78, I'm going to see now. Okay. To get my master's in Spanish lit. Right. So now, in 1980, I was, I had a degree in physical education That's and right. in Spanish. Right. Well, guess what? Memorial Junior High is looking for a Spanish teacher for six months. Okay. It was a maternity leave. Oh, or I see. And another six months for phys ed. Another month. So it was like, they see, this guy has a degree, you know, after I sort of, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Pays pretty guy. good. Has everything we exactly need. what we need. So I have an interview, I said, look at this. So six months you're going to be in a gym. Next six months or vice versa. Next yeah, yeah, six yeah. months you're in a classroom. So, <laughs> to such a coincidence. Yeah. Yeah. So I did that one year mm -hmm. knowing that, that you had to find something else. To find something, yeah. something else. And that's when I moved to Montville. Okay. Mom said, she said randomly, uh, maybe a couple of years ago, that when you went for the job interview for Montville, it wasn't the right time or something. There was something funny with that. <laughs> I had, well, I, I knew I had to leave Memorial mm -hmm. uh, Junior High. Yeah. So I had like three uh, interviews that I had I to see. go to. Mm -hmm. One, like today, another, the one, no, I had one at maybe one o'clock. Yeah. Another one at maybe three o'clock. Okay. And the third one the next day. I so I went to Montville. I mixed it up. Uh. <laughs> I went there and I asked the secretary, I said, oh, well, I mean, uh, yes, who are you? <laughs> I have a, an interview with the, the direct uh, principal. He said, no, you don't have an interview with that. I said, yeah, <laughs> let me check. He said, no. You have you schedule for tomorrow. <laughs> I'm like, oh and I'm saying that the principal is yeah, yeah. out of his office. And he said and he he heard mm -hmm. he heard us talking. Yeah, yeah. He said, 
I said, oh, yeah, 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 no, no, I know, you're coming tomorrow. I said, I said oh, well, okay, well, so now I'm thinking, let's not waste time. Yeah, because I got to get to the real one. one. Yeah, yeah. You know, said, ah, anyway, you were here. Yeah, why don't we just yeah, do it? Let's go in, uh, it won't take that long. Anyway, so we went there. Yeah, yeah. But he said, okay, tomorrow, uh, you just go, you have to go to the superintendent. Oh, so she he gave you the green light. He said, "Oh, I like this guy." Yeah, so yes. Just... He says, "Yeah, tomorrow you know, <laughs> go to the superintendent, yeah. and I'll talk to him today and okay. see what because he's the one who I eventually." See. And I get to the superintendent's office the next day. Yeah. And I'm sitting here. He's sitting like where yeah. you are. There's a desk, and he's looking at me and talking to me like. We know each other for years. Yeah, and I'm looking at him. He's like, "There's something, but I can't figure out yeah. what, it, what it is." And there's a picture, okay, of him and his family, but I can't see the picture. <laughs> so we're talking, and I'm <laughs> you try to sneak trying around, to, <laughs> trying to take a pic of that picture, and I can't. I yeah. can't. So he's looking, we're talking, and. And so finally he said, oh yeah, because, uh, you know, Brian knows you very well. Who's Brian? It's, Brian okay. is his son uh -huh. who went to Memorial Junior High. Oh, wow. Was teaching <laughs> Spanish and he's it. That's unbelievable. That and they is... say, yeah, look, yeah, you know Brian. He turns the picture <laughs> and now you yeah, see, now, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Image, wow. Uh, yeah, you couldn't, you couldn't see thing. it. But I just couldn't. You couldn't place it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, he was like, yeah, you know, <laughs> where can you start? <laughs> 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 like, yeah. That's fantastic. That's so funny. That's so funny. Because it's funny how things happen. Say you, yeah. you go like the day you're supposed to go, they, maybe they interview somebody else the day before exactly. and they, they choose that guy instead. Yeah, 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 yeah. I guess I, it was like everything. <laughs> Revolving right into place. Yeah. Wow. That was it. Wow. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. It was just simple. Yeah. yeah. From the time that I would get the two positions that I'm, I have a degree in. Yeah, yeah, six yeah. Yeah, <laughs> everything falling into place, falling into place. Wow, wow. Let me see if we, you may not realize that we've been talking for like 90 minutes. So wow. let me see. Uh, ah, let's talk about retirement. Because, <laughs> you know, I've been trying to be retired since 10 years after I started working. So. Now, once you're retired, like, what's, do you have any goals anymore? Anything that you aspire to? Anything you, like, what's on your mind most of the time? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what uh, i Oh, man. Well, there's a point where, I mean, it could be boring if you don't yeah. have any. Especially mm -hmm. when you used to do it so much, going to work every day. And, I, and the worst part of uh, my, the worst part, I think, of my retirement yeah. is that it hit me with all my injuries. Oh, I see. That's the worst part. Because now you retire, 
Now you have all the time. Mm -hmm. you be, you're going to find someone right. to play, other guys who are retired or whatever. Yeah, play tennis. And you stuff. can play tennis because of the knee, hips, the, hip, back. the eyesight that is going. Wow. This. So that's the worst part. Yeah. Then you start growing yeah. big belly and stuff like that <laughs> because your body is used to activity right. to, to, you know, slim down. Yeah. And uh, walking, mm -hmm. my body needs more activity. Yeah, exactly. Because walking is almost like, yeah. I'm not doing so anything. Yeah, I'm yeah. Doing. And that's the main part because I could be doing a lot more. Then you think sometimes like, well, maybe I should get a part-time job. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> that's <laughs> out. <laughs> you know? But you find, you know, like now I'm traveling a little more. Yeah. So a lot more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like every year, I will take like four trips. Mm -hmm. Go to Barbados in February. Then May or so, Alicante. Okay. Like to make the sure that the house is uh, occupied. Mm -hmm. and so then August, I go to Alicante. Then. Galicia, Galicia, yeah, yeah, yeah. And meanwhile, I'll stop, you know, I go to Madrid and Barcelona mm -hmm. a couple of days and so on. So. So, so is there a bucket list? There's this movie with like Morgan Freeman. It's like the bucket list oh, where no. you, you're trying to cross things off. I got to do this. I got to do this. Not really. Mm. I've always been more spontaneous guy. I see. I've never, you know, like, okay, I have to do, you know, if it happens, fine. I See the opportunity? Yeah. Oh, yeah, let's do it. Okay. Mm -hmm. But, uh, like, I have to, I don't think there's anything like I have to, I would like to do. One of the things that, yeah, maybe, is to go to the other Grand Slams. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, go to Roland Garros. Roland Garros. Go to oh, you Florida. haven't been to Wimbledon. Yeah. Yeah, that's Wimbledon. fantastic. You know, exactly. Mm -hmm. I was going to go to Roland Garros two years ago, but. The, my timing yeah, yeah. was that when I had a chance to go, it was a preliminary. And they charged preliminary. Yeah, of course. Too. And I was like, you go in there, you, go, you have to pay hotel. Mm -hmm. And then to watch preliminaries yeah. and you're paying to get there. Yeah. I don't know. But uh, yeah, something like that. I see. But it's not like... If it happens, fine. But mm -hmm. it's not like, gee, I have to do this one. Otherwise, yeah, 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 not really. I can do the same thing every day <laughs> and be happy. That's right. Yeah? Like, you know, some people are like, oh, yeah, yeah. What, what do you do when you go to Espasante? Nothing. We just drink yeah, every day. That's amazing. That's about it. Yeah. Aren't you that, bored? No. No, you have people around. Oh, yeah. Chad, BS. You chat, That's the you best. Go, there, go to the beach. There, meet over there, yeah. More. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody barbecues at night. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's the best. No, That's I the best. Stuff that, no, I could do it every day. But, you know, I don't know. I might yeah. do some, maybe a little coaching. Ah, okay. Like tennis, teach some of the kids. Remember what I used to do? Oh, in like Orange. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, maybe. Mm -hmm. But uh, it's a lot of times I think of it, and then I go there and I stand 
yeah, yeah, I'm on my feet for like uh, uh, 40 minutes. Yeah, yeah. The knees start hurting. Like, <laughs> should I really? Yeah, exactly. Uh, because mm. once you start, you can't just yeah, the kids. That's right. Do it that's right. Until, you know? Yeah. So, uh, those things are holding me back slightly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, you know, that's it. That's life. Okay, so I have two more questions for you. One is a, a sports question. What what were, so for each of your kids in sports, what were some of the things that they did well, like uh, Lizbeth in soccer? Like, what was she good at? Lizbeth was very good. Actually, I think she, I think, now this is my Yeah, of course. Question. I think she was the best athlete out of the three of them. Oh, wow. I think so. Wow. I think she was the best athlete. But and then Priscilla, what was her? What was she good at? Actually, I think Priscilla was the worst athlete, <laughs> and she is the one who did the best. Well, she got a scholarship. Oh, that's and, true. And, and that's the sports she scholarship. Used, she used uh, uh, athletics. Yeah, yeah, to, to put her way through go, college. Yeah, that's imagine, true. Imagine that, you know. <laughs> but I thought, well, I mean, Elizabeth uh, was, yeah. Hmm. And you were, you know, you did what you had to do. Or yeah, 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 so, yeah. Yeah. I realized in hindsight, as like, uh, you know, in my 30s, I realized that um, I had enough uh, athleticism and enough skill to keep me in matches. But what I never really understood was how to, like, construct a point. Yeah. I didn't, there's so much more to tennis than, than having a big shot and... And that can get you pretty far in high school. You have a big serve and a big forehand. Yeah. You can go pretty far in high sure. school. And pretty far at some collegiate level, too. You know, I mean, that was Andy Roddick, right? A huge serve and a huge forehand. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But what makes those guys like Martina Hengis so good is that, that ability to understand your opponent and, and construct a point. Yeah, yeah. See, that, for instance, is my... Biggest asset. Yes. Asset yeah, asset. yeah. Yes, exactly. Because I didn't have all the, the physical mm-hmm. attributes and, the, you know, yeah, yeah. hitting this. But I could size you like. Yeah, in two seconds. Second. Yeah. I could see it. Yeah. I could see when you're trying to change. <laughs> I, I, I know exactly. Oh, look at this. Okay. <laughs> he knows that what he's doing is not working. He's, he's trying, trying to, to change. switch on me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, Ain't gonna work. I already know it. But yeah, I can see those things. Right. Some people just yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, they just yeah, do. Yeah. They hit the ball. Let me hit it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, exactly, exactly. Because like Sergi, he's much better soccer player. Ah, okay. Why he played semi-pro, right? Well, yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Was much better. Yeah. But you know, I was. That's it. That's what I kind of I outsmart the other guys. Yes. Mainly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. And that was a lot of the the kids I played from Monville. They they weren't any more athletic than they were. These small Jewish kids, yeah. you know, that with yeah. no power. But yeah. but yeah. yeah. That's what we you know we work on. Yeah, yeah. It's like, uh, big shots. Yeah, they help. Mm-hmm. But if you have big shots. You need consistency yeah. and placement. That's right. Otherwise, your big shots is just useless. That's totally right. Totally useless. Yeah. yeah. So if you can work on that, or when you go to your your tennis coach, instructor, mm. yeah. tell him, can we work on a... Right. Yeah. Mm. So, 
Yeah. Yeah. So last question. So I have children now, and um, you always for your kid. So I talk about my son. When he comes, when he, when your son comes back from the hospital, you have so much. At least for me, you have so much worry. Um, especially as a baby, right? You're always going in the bedroom, looking in and seeing, is he still breathing? Like when they're very tiny. And then when he starts to like be mobile, it's like you're on suicide watch because this kid is always getting into things, putting forks in outlets, licking the floor, jumping off of high places and doing all sorts of crazy things. So my question to you is now you have three adult kids. Do you still worry about them at all? No. Well, so okay, so tell me, when do you, when can I stop worrying? When did you stop worrying? Actually, it's it's different because we grew up in two different cultures. Yeah, you and I, okay, for instance. So I never worried that much because I was used to. Remember, I grew up; my uh, siblings were much younger. Right. So I was, you know, I saw those things like. When I have, like you guys, mm -hmm. I had seen it. I the, see. The, the, the Passy. All the little this, brothers, I the see. little ones yep. that they did all this. And I've seen how things, you know, I've lived those yeah. things. It wasn't like, oh, gee, the first. As a matter of fact, I remember you. Yeah. From the one that gave you your first bath. It wasn't <laughs> because your mother was like, oh, what do I do? She didn't. But I, I was used to those I things. See. I bathed, I bathed my the little I see. when I was uh, twelve or yeah, yeah, yeah. thirteen. Mm -hmm. You help and you did all those things. I see. The culture was parents tatted delegating <laughs> things to the, the, yeah, the yeah. all the kids. Right. So the all the kids learned to that's why, you know. You see Sergi mm -hmm. in Boston, he can do everything, well, you know, he cooks. Yeah, he boy. I, Paco, does mm -hmm. I do, I mean, there is nothing that you could say in the household that uh, strange to me. Right. Because we did all those, you know, the parents delegate. I see. In other cultures, parents, you know, hang on tight. Oh, yeah. This is We're what, living that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, we live in that culture. So, and it's even worse than when I, because when I grew up with you guys, yes, you guys gave us freedom, but everybody had freedom. We would all be playing outside in some exactly. park like miles away, and your parents have no clue what's going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the things are different. Yeah. So, like when you were growing up, it was like, well, I know you're going to do certain things yeah, yeah. because you're a kid. Yeah, you yeah. have to do those things. That's right. So I knew that because I had experienced it. Mm -hmm. I have lived it. I have done things, I you see. know, with the little, the, the younger ones. Uh -huh. and so, on. so it wasn't like, wow, is he? I know you breathe it, basically. <laughs> yeah. You know, I know that uh, this will happen. You know, I had an idea. Obviously, right. you don't know right. because things change. But you had an idea because uh, culturally, you had experienced those things. When he, excuse me, culturally here is different. Mm -hmm. I mean, over there, you would not see a father fighting the mother that who keeps the kid. Why? Mm -hmm. Who else going to do better than his mother? His mother, that's right. Yeah. You want to keep the kid? Fine. Mm -hmm. You get tired, you send him over here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll take care. You know? mm -hmm. there is, that concept is not that privilege. 
like the fight between father and mother for a kid. Right. Uh, you do this, I do this and that. It's, yeah. it's different. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. It's different. So, you know. So you never worried about any of us. <laughs> <laughs> well, of course you're worried because you want everybody to be, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, to grow up, you know, as a good, normal citizen. That's right. You know, like when Lisbeth has her little mm -hmm. thing, of course you're worried. you like, you don't want that to happen. Right. Sure. Certainly, you know, mm -hmm. but you also understand that, you yeah. know what? <laughs> That's life. Yeah, that's for life real. for everybody. You know? Yeah, yeah. And you know what? Uh, that happens to families. Yeah. Someone, sometimes someone is, look, I just told you, my cousin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like, yeah. well, you've lived all those experiences, so you have to realize that it might be one of yours. That that's gets right. That depression, for instance. Right. So what do you do? I mean, you go crazy like, oh, gee, it shouldn't be. No, right, it no. is. You accept what, you what it is. You That's right. Accept it. Try to work, on, you know, mm -hmm. on it. Try to help, mm -hmm. you know, without total interference. That's right. Because it, people have to live their own life. It, yeah, it yeah. It ain't gonna work anyway. Right. I mean, you're gonna help as much as you can. That's right. You're gonna try, you know. Mm -hmm. But yeah, uh, kids gonna live. They're gonna learn. They're gonna make mistakes. They're gonna. Yeah. But that's that's the way it works. Mm. Uh, it's just that uh, depending on the society or the cultural upbringing, you will interpret it differently. That's right. And that, yeah, that's that's that. That's why you know sometimes people will say, "Well, what should I do? How would I do?" Actually, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know because every situation is different. different. I mean, like now, as a grandfather, yes. I'm not gonna do to see it what I did to you That's because it's a different. Uh, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Different. yeah. <laughs> you know, it's totally different. Mm -hmm. uh, the time is, you know, you're talking forty years later. That's right. Actually, you are, are you going to keep reacting as if it was 40 years ago? <laughs> like those uh, Republicans in the Senate with Anita Hill, now they're doing the same thing, mm -hmm. same questions. For the, gee, I mean, when do you grow and s interpret things differently? differently? Yeah, That's the way it should be. Yeah, Like what my dad did to me, mm -hmm. you know, I... I will use some of the things, yeah, yeah, but yeah. I will not do exactly what he did That's to, right. me, to you. That's right. And I would expect that you don't no, do no, what I did to not. you to uh, uh, see that. I would it, expect. Yeah. You know, the thing, that that was actually my surprise with having children was that I I didn't think I would be. Nobody thinks they'll be prepared for children because it's new, right? It's a completely new experience. But I was surprised at how prepared I was by looking at the way you you raised us. It was shocking to me, like to to be able to to, and again, there's a, a gap between my sisters too, as well, right? Six years and six exactly. years. That's so I had people. changed diapers. I had done exactly. all those things. When you do and you grow up as siblings, one to three. Yeah. Well, all of you are the same. Right. Like Sergi, myself, and Abiona, we are the same. But when you deal with Luis, uh, Betty, Lady, and so right. <laughs> 
I mean, you're talking nine, twelve, fourteen years, just like you. You're yeah, talking yeah. twelve years. Yeah. Well, it's uh, there are differences. You've done things with the little ones that yeah, when you, you have a kid, it's like oh yeah. I remember. It's yeah. Not totally, totally new to me. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, mm. But that's uh, <laughs> that's how, how it goes. <laughs> well, thank you very much. This was. Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. Well, I appreciate it. Continue. Mm -hmm. Part two. <laughs> <laughs> if there is a part uh -huh, two. Exactly.